talking about our life, you know, we're going to build a life together. I absolutely do want to know if you've, you know, dabbled, dabbled in the mud. Oh, but I Pause. I don't even, I'm so sorry. What? what? You just dabbled in the mud. You just did no fun in That was not. Okay. Start. Nope. Too late. <laughs> Yo, what's good? It's your boy, South Reach 706, the Mandalorian on Twitter. This committee podcast, the most consistent podcast in the podcast ne- network area, universe, world, all that stuff. We have our usual host and some special hosts and some uh, friends of the show. We have uh, AC3 Savage, Marcus Sniffles, uh, It's Tribbles, and Angelica, Angelica at Angelica Flows. What's good, y'all? Hey, hey. What's up, everybody? What up? Up. Yo, we and made it through Black History Month, y'all. Barely. I mean, it was a rough. It was it. We kicked off a decade with Black History Month. It's a lot of right. shit. We we crawled. We crawled to the finish line. We right. survived, just like Black people do. You know what I'm saying? 365 Black. Um, shout out to El Chapa, who is out on the date. You know. Okay. Uh, yes, find love. Was this from like a committee, like Tinder date or something? Like you guys are you guys running a dating service? I need to sign up. I mean, I I was trying to get her to do an OnlyFans to make us some money, you know, but oh, she wasn't I really feeling that. I got uh, OnlyFans account in like six months. I'm in a gym heavy right now, like now, all natural ass. Like that's how we gonna sell. I'm all natural. <laughs> right? oh, Look, I was. I mean, I wouldn't even have her have her do like that wild stuff. Just like you know, some maybe some feet. You know, say there's a market for that. But um, but anywho. So the, the reason we're here today is uh, Twitter is kind of blown up. Uh, I haven't seen it outside of Twitter like a mainstream news network, so I'm sure it's coming. Uh, Love is Blind has taken over uh, the Twitter sphere. I see a lot of hashtags. I was like, you know what? I saw the trailer one day. I'm like, let me check this out. And as I expected from the minimal time I watched it, I already expected to be a train wreck. So um, there's a lot going on with this show. Uh, Tribbles, she's actually the only one that's finished the show, so we'll let her give her kind of breakdown of uh, the overall vibe of the show, and then we'll let oh. Angelica jump in and give her hot takes. Yeah, so um, kind of like Breeze, I was scrolling Twitter. Like, well, first off, let me say I was gonna watch it, but it was like down on like my to watch list. But just seeing like Twitter talk about it, it kind of jumped jumped up. So I actually have a thread of like as I watched it, I t- I live tweeted it every time I watched it. So follow me on Twitter, it's underscore triples if you want to read that. But basically, the show is about um, ten people, uh, ten guys, ten girls who go into this experiment where they do not meet their, I guess the people that they're dating, they're they're literally in these things, what they call pods. So essentially it's just two rooms with a wall separating each other and you talk to people through a a, a wall. And um, five couples managed to fall in love and they decided that they wanted to get married. Um, So each couple left the pod situation and engaged. each engaged couple then went on a vacation where they got to meet each other and hang out physically. And then they got married. So all of this happened, I think within 45 to 60 days, don't quote me, but it was a very, very short period of time. Like we heard, I love you's within like the first episode, which was like only three days into the experiment. So it was, it was a lot. It was a fucking, it it was a lot, but I understand why Twitter gravitated to the show. (laughs) No. 
No. And go ahead and kick it off with the biggest element of the show. Uh, It was black people on it. The wrong brother. Because the other brother, I ain't seen him back yet. Yeah, the other people didn't find love, I'm assuming. So um, we had Carlton of Georgia. Was he from Georgia? Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, Mm. Okay. Saints fans. Taking another L. Taking another L. And Angelica, let us Hold know. Up what's up now. Carlton. What Hold up? up now. Now that's home. Okay. Anyway. Yo, we, that's a whole other subject. Now we're not we're not Hashtag doing that. Do as my Hashtag as my as, as my husband says, y'all get me mad enough and you can hear it in my voice. Anyways. Yeah. So I did not uh watch the show. I just it was just one of those things that just didn't really appeal to me. Um, but I think I will, you know, at least try to catch a couple episodes. But I will say the one thing that definitely caught my attention in the Twitterverse was the big scene with um, the engaged couple with the guy who is came out as bisexual to his fiance, and his whole take was from what I gathered, and you, Tribbles can write me if I'm wrong, was that it shouldn't matter his sexual history should not matter and you know they got they go back and forth it was just this whole big blow up and you know by the time the end of the conversation from what i saw you know as she's he's walking off you know she got called all kind of you know bitches and everything else however um my take on that absolutely and you y'all can call me closed-minded or insecure i'll be all of that but if I'm talking to a guy, I absolutely want to know if he is bisexual. I need to know if you have had sex with a man. I'm sorry. Um, and don't get me wrong. Like, I, it's nothing to do. I saw people, you know, on Twitter commenting that, you know, it has to do with, you know, potentially being exposed to AIDS, blah, blah, blah. Like, um, first of all, heterosexual sex is like the main way people are you know, contracting HIV nowadays. So that has nothing to do with it. But um life. I you know, we're gonna build a life together. From what I, I from what I know. know. Um, if you the guy, you know, you know had dabbled in the being with other guys and so yeah, I, I, I just don't feel think like, like she had every right to like know. Like you said, I don't think that's a necessarily a first date question. Personally on, what I they were engaged. Oh. I do feel like this is <laughs> I don't even know what this kind of dabbled in the mud. You just said no fun That was because <laughs> we know what bud bud is and all that. You slick with that one. Continue on. Yeah, like, okay. So yeah, wild ass statement. But I agree. I really believe like it's not necessarily a first date question. I would love for it to come up on the first date for me. Um, I can't say I would not, but just right now, like it's it's probably unlikely. Um but, you know, who's to say, like, you know, I meet a nigga at, like, 35, 36, and that's some shit he did at 16. Like, would I give him a chance? Like, if it's if it's been far removed that much, like, yeah. But if we get married, that's something I should have known before the ring was, you know, before the question was on my finger. Right. Yeah, like, even before you even got down, I should have known that. Like, that's right. my issue. Now, on the first date, should you have told me? That that's debatable. Like you know, yeah. some people feel some way, some people feel another way. But before you want to, you know, come together, we come together as one before God. Like I need to know. And I mean, as in the, I mean, like even if I'm messing with a straight man, like if you got an incredible amount of bodies, like 
I kind of want to know, I wanna know that too. Like exactly. whether whether they're with a woman or with a man, like I want to know those type of things. Like I think knowing about your 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 significant other, especially once you get to that level, their sex history, like that's imperative in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely. And then I mean, hmm. as, like you said, I'm not making a difference with you know his whole point was does it matter? You're not asking questions about the women I've been with. You're just harping on the fact that it's been men. But like you said, I have to agree. Now, some people don't. Some people don't look at, you know, past. You know, they literally legit think the past is the past or whatever. But for my sake, for my standards, I personally know I don't want anybody, you know, like you said, with the high body count that's, you know, I'm, don't get me wrong, but body count, I guess, is one of those things that's, you know, that's something that's subjective or whatever. I know what my what I consider a high body count, but the the man thing i just i think that we have a choice in that i don't think that she was wrong for being upset at that yeah i mean initially i already foresaw this train wreck coming like as soon as he was like (laughs) oh you know what i'm saying love is free and you know i used to date men like i didn't know it was confirmed he's actually like you know maybe a power top or a power bottom or getting the sheets clapped but i was like definitely i knew this was definitely definitely oh man (laughs) Okay, that's just down the shitter. No pun intended. (laughs) But I already foresaw that coming, but again, I was just like, and again, you know, Marcus is going to strongly disagree, but I was just like, yo, like, why the only brother gotta be bisexual? (laughs) Hashtag the agenda. agenda. (laughs) But I mean, it's just like, I feel like maybe this was like staged or set up or just put to be controversial, but it's like, golly, bro, like we couldn't get some, some, some real like uh, societal norm representation for the for the brother man. You know what I'm saying? But my thing is, and I was talking to Dolphs about this, is that like if you were really looking for love, right? I feel like that's something you got to take to the grave, man. Like you know, you got to put that shit behind you. No pun intended, but like again, make sure you're clean, make sure you're tested well. But like, that's just something you gotta let go, bro. Like, but the only reason I probably think he might have had to reveal that is because in the new social media era, there might be you know pictures, videos, you know. Yeah, he Snapchat. was on. He was on Real Housewives of Atlanta. Like he was a um, Kenya oh. Moore's assistant. Like it's all out. Like oh. the internet's already found out. Like he's legit. Like a gay man. Okay. Well, so a this, bisexual this- man you know okay so yeah, yeah i guess you gotta let that know let that go but my thing is like with uh i guess with the black community it's one of those things where um you know black people we want to support you know we want to support other people that are downtrodden and uh kind of cast aside society as we have been for you know centuries and it's interesting that you know you know black women or black men we're, we're supportive of our lgbtq sisters and brothers but when it comes to dating, I guess uh, I saw a topic come up too as well. I'm rambling, but dating a black man that you know maybe was experimented that is like a definitely definitely a no. I know Tribbles, you were saying like, hey, if this happened like when you're 16 and you're 35, you could probably look past it. But uh, my question of the week is like, ladies, is that a deal breaker? Like, you know, what if you did it one time 20 years ago? Is that something you can't look past because I could probably vouch for all the men on this podcast and probably all the men on social media, whoever hears this, 
that if we got with a lady that had dabbled the same way with women, we probably wouldn't care and probably would have plotted. You know what I'm saying? So we got to keep that same energy. So, but that, that was definitely, uh, definitely interesting. I, I want to know what Marcus's thoughts on this are. Uh, I guess for the whole like body count thing, like how you going to know? Like, how, how do you confirm that? You're going to go and talk to everybody you ever slept with? You know what I'm saying? Like, you can ask them. They got to pull the catfax. Catfax.com, yeah, like, baby. I mean, people are just like, oh, well, I can't be with someone that's had a high body count. It's like, so you're going to go to everybody they ever slept with and ask them like, and try to confirm that? Like, No, but it's like, like, like she said, it's subjective. So, like, for some people, yeah. a high body count is 15. So you could subconsciously yeah. be like, yo, yeah, I slept with 20 women. She could be like, oh, that's 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 my deal breaker. Yeah, a high body count to a person can be two fifty. You could say, "Yeah, right, exactly. I slept with one hundred and seventy eight girls." I'm not gonna go confirm that, but if yeah. you want to hit my two fifty number, what's up? Like, we good. Okay, and, so and let me just say, just let me just slide it in. If we're to the point of, if we're to the stage <laughs> no of like we're <laughs> like talking about marriage, we're talking about marriage. Like I'm hoping that we can be honest with body count with each other. Hoping I'm giving you the benefit of that. What's the, what, okay, let me ask you this: What's the difference between? A virgin dick and a dick that's had 250 bodies on them. Like, what's the difference? It's still, it's the, the dick is still the same. That's, it might be a little bit more experience, but what's the that's difference? Not, I would say that's that, not factual. No, that's, no. I, okay, I guess maybe I look at everything from a scientific point of view. Like, yeah, you do, especially unprotected sex, you walk away yeah, with. We're not pieces. talking about unprotected sex. Okay, but. That's how I'm looking at it. I don't know. I don't, I, you know, I'm assuming at some point in time, unprotected sex has happened with some okay. people. If, if, and if, so, if, yeah, for my own, I don't want to have, you know, like you said, the cat facts of 1,500 other females, or I don't want, you know, C. diff uh, in, in of the mud, you know, okay. laying dormant so, in my vagina. Let me, let me ask this. If a man, if, if there's one, there, this, this play is killing me. Say, okay, there's one man who has had sex with one person, protected, and he's saving it. He's saving the raw sex for marriage. And then there's another man that has had protected, protected sex with over 200 people because he's saving himself. He's saving the raw stuff for marriage also. What is the difference between those two dicks? That's what I'm trying to understand. What's the difference? Between two fifty and uh, and one, technically there there women not be. So what's the matter if it's if it's covered up? That and, and that's what I'm talking. But about. I can, in today's society, I cannot assume that you covered it up every single time. And you cannot assume that they're telling you the truth about their number either. If you can't, yeah. if you can't, if you can't believe them that they covered it, if they wrapped it up every time, then how can you believe that the number that they had also? It can't be both. You know what I'm saying? Everything is like I said, everything is subjective, and I guess it, it depends on the relationship. But I just, like yeah. I said, I don't want it. That's my preference. I don't know. And it might sound, it might sound, you know, like homophobic. It might sound, you know, that that's something that I have my own insecurity about. But I just personally, no, nah, that ain't for me. If you, if you, I mean, yeah, if y'all wrestled in the mud, I don't need it. I, I, I guess I can. I can agree with, you know, people saying they don't want to, they don't want to be with someone, like be with the man that was with other men. I understand that, but there's also you do have to understand that people will see that as being homophobic because if you're protecting yourself and getting tested and all that stuff, I mean, 
doesn't matter. And women, That's like, what you're saying. It is what it is. And the only reason why people tend to be uncomfortable, well, the only reason it seems like to me why women would be uncomfortable with dating a man that was bi is because, you know, gay guys have AIDS or whatever. And it's just like, well, I don't want no sissy. And it's just like, there's a, oh, no, absolutely not. There, there's a, there's a, there was a thing on Twitter that I saw was like, you know, uh, talking about like the, the stigma that, that bi guys have compared to like bisexual women. And it's like women that are with women and girl or with women and men are acknowledged and respected for their decisions. If you're a man and you sleep with men and women, people just call you gay. You know what I'm saying? Like you, it, it's it's a thing yeah, where you can't be bi. Double standard. I haven't been able to speak uh, this episode barely, so I'm going to jump right in and put my bid in. First of all, to answer the original question or one of the first questions by uh, Young SB, if a woman is bi, I don't want her anymore. I don't think it's attractive. It's not sexy. I just deal with straight women at this point. I've, I'm a changed man in that regard. Anymore. <laughs> Secondly, no, yeah. like it's a lot of stuff that comes with that too. And without L here, I don't know if I want to touch on it because I know I'll probably get cursed out, but I, I kind of feel like when you dabble on both sides, there there's like some sort of a mental issue that comes along with it in my dealings that I've seen. So it's just a preference that I have. Um, as far as the guy, like just the whole black agenda, gay agenda thing, I mean, there was another brother on there he showed his face a couple times. He didn't get any shine. Um, I agree with SB. If it was me, which I'm not, never played in the mud in my life, you know, I'm a, I'm a real boy. I would have held that one down until my grave. <laughs> like I would not expose myself like that because it is a double standard. Women are not going to understand. Uh, as soon as anyone talks about being gay, they automatically think that you're some sort of a power bottom or something like that, which we know is not always true, but you just hold that one in, like, nah. And I can understand how women would not want to be with a sissy. Like, it just is what it is. That's life. And okay. So I, I, get, I, can see, I can see where this could, could go back and forth, but Angelica, let you wrap it up on this, on this part of this. The only topic. thing, and this is from my personal experience, personal dealings, and I've made it clear, you know, we've talked about this on other episodes, you know, I'm a friend of the alphabet community, absolutely an advocate, but I do feel as though everyone can have their preferences and their standards. And that's just my personal preference. I just feel like that was something that should have been revealed. I, I personally won't, would want to know, like if, but like you, like you guys said, either take it to your grave or you need to tell me early on. Like it's it's no in between. Like we're not getting ready to walk down the aisle and you hit me with this. And so, okay, I know. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's just my take on it. So I, I saw Marcus seem like he has some sales. You wrap it up in two minutes or less. Go. No, I mean it's that's with the whole sissy thing. Like again, we understand oh, that yeah, men, I gay mean, men, can like, fight. Like what it is, doesn't what mean like, that's just un uncalled for shots that, that don't need to be taken. That's the kind of language you put. I don't think it's a shot. I think it's more of a stigma, a stereotype. If that makes sense. Yeah, and it's just like you yeah. know, we just gotta we gotta be careful with how we talk to people and talk about people. You know what I'm saying? It's just like if you don't want to date someone that was or is by. Then I think you need to look at yourself and figure out, well, why don't I want to do this? 
know what I'm saying? Like, kind of look in the mirror and say, like, well, what is it about this guy that used to sleep with men that makes me not attracted to him anymore? That all the qualities, all the qualities in him that I did like about him, all of a sudden those qualities are thrown out the window. I think that's more of an internal thing that someone has to has to deal with. But my thing is if I sit here and I say, hey, I don't like I don't want to date a white man, like no one is over here did doubling down on it saying like what is it about white men that you don't like that you despise? It's just like oh thank you. You have an answer for that? Do you have a reason why you wouldn't want to date white men? I am not sexually attracted to white guys. I need to be sexually attracted in order for me to date you. Because sex is a part of my relationships. And they, but, okay, but here's the thing. You can look at that white man and say, I am not sexually attracted to that white man. You cannot look at a bi man and say that, hey, that guy is bi. I'm no longer attracted to him. He has to tell you that. So with that information given to you, all of a sudden, now Fair. I'm not attracted to him. There's, yeah. That's the difference. That is the difference. It could I be agree. a trust thing, too. I mean, maybe they don't trust that this person's willing to stop messing with men on the slide, and they have to Why protect themselves. That? Why do you think that? Why is it that we think that bi men... It's not just by man, it could be all man, but I'm just saying it's just like I'll ask you I don't care what you fucking on. I don't trust none of y'all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's that, but you know (laughs) you're like, well, maybe they don't trust them. Like, why wouldn't they trust them over anybody else, over a straight guy? But but yeah, yeah. So I get it. There's there's a lot of stigmas with homophobia in the black community, which is you know, probably well rooted in our, well, most of our upbringing in the uh, the church and things of that nature. You know, we're from the Bible Belt. You know, this is a Christian value-based podcast. So uh, shout out to all the, you know, the Christians playing the Sunday school, you know, it's your Wednesday yeah, services. You from the Bible Belt? I, I live in North Carolina. I'm from the Bible Belt. Y'all Bro, I'm, from Augusta, from I'm, I'm from Augusta, Georgia, Doug. Shout I'll out to, uh, what's her name? Amber, who's on the, on the show. Shout out to her. She's wild. They got married. I'm going to spoil her. Oh, wow. SX wild, wild, crazy. Amber and Barnett. Shout, shout out to Lauren and uh, Cameron. So two couples got married on the show, mm. and we got a reunion special right. on March fifth. Oh. I, I knew, I knew that was the the long play. So some of the things that I, with the couple of episodes I watched, that I, I thought about was like, again, how did they do the with the race breakdown? Like, I feel like it was heavily unbalanced. Like I feel to, to truly get the the full. I guess the full, I guess, experience of that experiment is to make it more diverse. Like it was like a handful of black men, a handful of black women, and then just like, you know, your regular middle white women. Right. Another thing that I found hilarious is like, why are these folks getting fully dressed up to like not see each other? You know what I'm saying? Like out of it in that mug with some sweatpants, a tank top, just kicking it. Like they got on fucking hard bottom shoes, slacks collar shirts i'm like bro what are y'all doing man now i get it there are cameras but like i'm i'm getting dressed when i see you dog i'm, I'm kicking it um i think the way they could have made the show way more interesting is if they made each gender a specific race like have all the men be white men and have all the women be black women or vice versa so you could truly see if love is blind because there was clearly that one gentleman that met uh i think lauren that one time and he was like, oh, you sound like you're black. And she was like, no, I'm not. She clearly was lying. But like, you know what I'm saying? Like force them to really come out of their box. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Another observation I had was I feel like this is the one time I wish BET would make a like a bad remake. How they copy all the shows off MTV. 
like just to get a more, I guess, diverse version of this show. Yeah, I definitely want to see it with like, I, like I think it. I, I agree. I do think it was overpowered with white people, um, and we don't really know the criteria how they were actually those. You know, ten of each gender would pick. Like, so I just you know we didn't even have like I don't think there were any Asians on the show. Like. You know, we just nope. didn't really have a range of like diversity, period. So, I mean, I would definitely love Another to see BT or Urban Channel pick it up for Black people, but I think next season we got to look to, you know, div- you know, make the pot a little bit more interesting, or or I guess show the range of people because it really wasn't a deep range of the type of people. Yeah, because I think yeah. they had one lady that was from uh, South America, but she was like fair skin. You know what I'm saying? So you, you really couldn't area. tell. Yeah, unless she told you, or unless she just understood that there's a, a wide range of uh, Southern American folks, just like Black folks. And the other thing Mina Dolphins had talked about was that uh, for the most part, everybody on the show was kind of like semi-attractive, if that makes sense. Like, they didn't really just have your run-of-the-mill, like, chick that works at Target or your dude that works at the 7-Eleven. Not saying they got to be like beat up with messed up teeth, but just like, you know, just regular Joe. You know what I'm saying? Like the dude that, uh, you know, that works in 9 to 5, you know what I'm saying? He's got a little bit of debt, you know, maybe maybe a dad bod. Like there wasn't a lot of that on the show. That's how you're going to really truly see if love is blind. It's like, yo, like, okay, you pick somebody, but they're already kind of halfway there, if, if that makes sense, like attraction wise and physically built. You know what I'm saying? Well, the things are different. Like people, people go on TV now knowing that they're going on TV. Like if you look at how the the cast members of the very first season of the Real World look compared to now, like back then they looked like regular people, just like regular everyday people. Now everybody on TV looks like they belong on TV. They're all in shape. They all have. They're all tall. They have like perfect teeth and all that stuff. Like it's just what it is now. So I have a question, like, for everybody that's married or taken, like, let's just be single for three seconds. Would you guys participate in an experiment like this? Wow, we are on the same Wayne League. I had that same question written down that I forgot to look at. Um, we'll let Angelica go first. Um, I would. I would not say that I would go in it with the fairy tale ending expectation but i definitely would um especially in today's society and like i had a homegirl tell me who's single she's like it's dry out here sis so like i would not want to be single nowadays i don't know what i would do so yeah i definitely would uh on that note who's your single friend uh because i'm newly single We'll do this after the episode. Uh, Marcus, would you participate in this uh, social experience? Experience. Oh, experiment. Probably. probably. Don't they pay? For, don't they pay for your vacation and stuff? <laughs> I mean, hey, they whipped out, hey, out them rings. I'm like, yo, the rocks are kind of big, dog. Like, yeah, shoot. <laughs> they got the they got the drinks flowing. They got they got some good food out there. Go to an uh, island or some shit. Yeah, sign me up. I'm, the food at the house didn't look impressive. We always had a bunch of cheap drinks, but anywho, Adolphus, would you participate in this experiment? You know, actually, no, I wouldn't. What? Cap. That was, cap. You were the I'm only one that was thinking I was going to say, yeah. I'd be just like the non-gay Charlton. <laughs> what? White people will talk, I'd be sneak out the room. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're all black women. That's what he was doing. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was another one of the things. It's like for for the black folks, you can kind of tell. So you're probably going to gravitate to that more. So that's why I feel it'd be more interesting if it was split. Like, hey, you're going to have to find one of these white women, <laughs> which is kind of weird because you know that's probably usually not the the hardest thing to do is keeping the brothers away from the white women. But in this case, it was the opposite. But um. I would participate in this show just to get my followers up on Twitter and Instagram and try to parlay that in some sort of like wild social media career, like, like I don't know, hosting raggedy shows or something like that, or, you know, getting D-list celebrity status, maybe like a free lifetime Chipotle card. You know, that's why I'd be on the show. So nothing about love. Nothing about I'd be on there lying lying my ass off, dog. I'm an astronaut. Okay, I'm like, I'm like 50% of, of Breeze's reason why I would go on the show. And then the other half is like, yo, I can legit like attempt to find love and not have to leave my house or my comfort zone. Like like you said, I can just relax and sit on the couch and these niggas just like come through like a carousel and I just, you know, figure out. And if it don't work, I can say no. Yeah. <laughs> and if it work, wow, easy money. I'm going to be on that show using it as strategic marketing. You're gonna see all kinds of mini podcast t-shirts and hats on that show. <laughs> hey, I've already told y'all if, if anybody listens to last week's episode, my cousin was on Love at First Sight, and now he's like the first millionaire in the family. So he definitely strategically parlayed that into multiple hustles. Yeah, so so definitely collecting coins. Uh, we're gonna wrap this up pretty quickly. I had one suggestion since this show kind of popped off. Um, Netflix, if you're listening, any major network, if you're listening, I think this show was originally on Fox, but you know they reboot everything. What they need to reboot is uh, I don't know if you guys watch this, but Joe Millionaire. Did y'all ever watch that oh, show? Yeah, back oh, yeah. Well, I thought he was rich, and it was like, oh, yeah. So, so in the social media era, that show would be easy and better to do. You have him like stunning on Instagram, pulling up in, like Ferraris and stuff like that. But he really works at like Walmart or something like that. That would be hilarious to do in 2020, man. So. Uh, Netflix, if you're listening, all I want is like, you know, 40%. Let me be like a fake side character. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's all I want. And, and I want hire three Netflix. You the homeboy that yes. he went in business with. Yeah. I'll, I'll be on there like with a backwards hat. Like, nah, bro, man. Like, these hoes ain't loyal, bro. Like, I have a fake accent and everything, man. But yeah, that was uh, this week's episode. If you've watched Love is Blind and you enjoyed it, let us know. Um, if you would participate in the show, let us know. Um, Definitely a like, retweet, those to follow. Yeah, I got some quick shout outs. As always, shout out to the Ox DJ. Um, We legit, like, you niggas can't sue us because we a real company now. Well, you can sue us, but we protect it. Um, And then just shout out to uh, follow my Twitter. It's underscore tribbles and follow the Ox DJ everywhere, any music platform, Instagram, social media, Anywhere, yeah. As always, um, shout out to the hubby and his work. That's at John Quest on all platforms, and Quest is Q W E S T. Uh, that's about wraps it up. And you know, once again, church family. I'm only associated with these people. Wow. <laughs> this is a Christian value-based podcast. This is definitely safe for work. You can play this in your church. You can play this yes. at Bible study. We're out here, we're out here giving the gospel yes, out. I was back on July 4th, 2010.
just to let the church members know I'm here. I'm fresh. Still can smell the water on me. AC. I would definitely like to give a shout out to the fuck ass IRS for taking $400 out of my income tax without even telling me what's going on. Uh, Obviously, they've been doing it to a lot of people. I've seen it all over social media. Uh, Y'all niggas need to get your shit together. Um, That's my only shout out for the week. Fuck the IRS. South Creek 706 does not endorse those statements from the for Adolph the Savage and the IRS. I am a law-abiding, tax-paying citizen. I do not want any smoke. Yeah, just a uh, shout out to El Chopper, who should be halfway down the pound town. So good luck. <laughs> you know what? I thought we weren't gonna do this, guys. Come on. Hashtag cheat clapping season, bro. On behalf cheat of my homegirl, get it, girl, get it, get it, get it. <laughs> Alright, man. We out. Peace. Pound pound? <laughs> <laughs>